Welcome to Truman's Matrix. A podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world. A production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia. Where you don't know who's watching who, or who's controlling you. Hey, hey, does he have a tax stamp? Hey, where's his tax stamp? Every time the wind blows, hey, it's that real rock star line. Turn my tunes up, light it up and feel right. Cause I'm rocking and I'm rolling. I'm rocking and I'm rolling. Hey, if you ever have a mean day, just light it up, it can turn into a green day. Light it
it up and feel right Cause I'm rocking and I'm rolling I'm rocking and I'm rolling Hey, if you ever have a mean day Just light it up, it can turn into a green day Light it up, no matter what the people say Light it up, it can turn into a green day Everything is gonna be okay Light it up, it can turn into a green day And keep rocking and rolling Keep rocking and rolling Hey, if you ever have a mean day Just light it up, it can turn into a green day <laughs> Well, that was a fun little break Okay, so the guy's going to have to have his tax stamp if he wants to have a green day. That's right. You know, <laughs> it reminds me of a story. First of all, welcome to Truman's Matrix. I'm Brian, and this is Andy. Hello. And we're going to have fun tonight. All right, <laughs> this is a good question that you brought up. When we were looking at the public record, trying to figure out what the charges were for each one of these suspects. So anyway, this first of all, I'm going to tell a kind of a parallel story that has uh, nothing to do with drugs, but a similar topic. Sitting in a board meeting the other day, and one board member to the other, were uh, they were talking about getting a food permit for a park event. And um, they said, oh no, one said, you can't, uh, you can't have food at the park uh, because uh, you'll get, you'll get a, a fine from the food inspector if he comes by, and it'll be a $50 fine. And uh, you'll get fined for that. It's illegal. And <laughs> because you don't have a food permit. And, well, the board member said, well, what if I get a hold of him ahead of time and get a, a food permit? Well, Willie, do I have to, does the place have to be inspected then and gone over? And they, and they said, no, no. Well, what do you have to do? Just get the piece of paper. It's $50, and he'll give you permission to go. So they don't actually inspect it? No. <laughs> so, hold on. You have to have the food inspection certificate ahead of time to guarantee that the place has been inspected. Otherwise, if you don't, it's a $50 fine. But if you do want to get it ahead of time, you just he just writes you, doesn't even go, he just writes you a note, and, uh -huh. and you're okay. Magically. Magically. That's what one was saying to the other. So yeah. kind of reminds me of the Drug Tax Stamp Act of 1937. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there was actually a time when marijuana was legal. And so they actually had a tax stamp for it back then. Right. And actually, there was a Revenue Act of 1918. That yes. started it. Right. It right? made the narcotic, the narcotic stamps necessary. Let's take a look at that. You see this? Here's the narcotic stamp on our screen there. One dollar. That's probably expensive back in 1918. <laughs> right? Holy cow. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> the law was enacted during World War I to raise additional money to fund the war. A portion of the law was written to amend the Harrison narcotic law, narcotic law of 1914. So, in the new act, the tax on narcotics was clarified. A statement issued by the Commissioner of Internal Revenue stated new stamps were to be used by importers, manufacturers, and producers of the drugs. The stamps were to be affixed to the packages and canceled with an abbreviation of the company's name and its registered number, proving the tax had been paid. The tax went into effect on February 25th of 1919 and placed a one cent per ounce tax on substances such as opium, 
cocoa leaves, and their derivatives. The first stamps used were documentary stamps of 1914, hand-stamped narcotic in magenta or black. These were replaced later in the year with specific narcotic stamps. The large majority of the stamps used the same design. According to the regulations of the act, narcotic stamps were to be purple and come in four sizes with various denominations. And then you found something about 1937. Right, yeah, in 1937, Congress imposed uh, drastic new regulations and taxes on marijuana. That was, that was the actual 1937 Marijuana Tax Stamp Act. Revision. Because they were trying to tax it to death <laughs> or to make it somehow impossible to own or possess. Mm-hmm. So it was an attempt to restrict, restrict its use. To prove payment of the tax, three values of the documentary tax stamps were overprinted with the words Marijuana Tax Act of 1937. But very few copies of the tax stamp were actually ever sold. <laughs> because in 1936, when marijuana was outlawed, and then the subsequent 1937 tax act came along, it seemed pretty redundant. Yeah. How could you go get a tax stamp to allow you to pay taxes on something that they're going to put you in prison for? Exactly. So that was our Truman's Matrix. Right. This time. <laughs> this, this just... So the narcotic tax lasted less than 60 years before being repealed in 1971. Did you know that? No. It was repealed in 71. No, but then it was put right back in, wasn't it? All other revenue stamps fell out of use later that year. So you may ask if it was repealed, why do people, why do we see people being charged with no drug tax stamp? Right. Well. The most lucrative targets of the no-drug-tax-stamp charge are out-of-state drivers along I-80, one of the major routes for transporting marijuana through the state of Nebraska. Mm -hmm. In addition to other charges, the state also files the crime of not purchasing a tax stamp and affixing it to the illegal drugs. (laughs) So so you don't have a tax stamp, you're in trouble. Okay, Of course, I mean, how many people are going to stop by and get it before they travel through? 17 states, including Nebraska, have drug tax stamp laws. Most people are unaware of the law until they are charged with a tax stamp violation, in addition to being charged with possession of marijuana or another illegal drug. The drug tax stamp is an additional way for Nebraska to generate revenue and increase the punishment for possession of marijuana. Give me the money, give me the money, give me the money. In addition to charging drivers with possession of illegal drugs and or trafficking of illegal drugs, law enforcement officers are charging drivers caught on the Interstate 80 traffic stops with failing to purchase a drug tax stamp. (laughs) So what is this drug tax stamp? Again, let's go over that. In 1991, Nebraska passed a law. 20 years later. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm requiring anyone in possession of illegal drugs to purchase a tax stamp to affix to the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, anybody out there ever got a sticker on your bag? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> nope. Well, just in Colorado. Then they actually have they your actually actual have customer one? number and everything on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. you got to be careful. 
The drug tax stamp does not make the drugs legal, however. You can be charged with a separate crime for failing to have the tax stamp affixed to the drugs in your possession. <laughs> According to the Nebraska Revised Statute 774302, quote, no dealer may possess marijuana or controlled substances upon which a tax is imposed by Section 774303 unless the tax has been paid on the marijuana or controlled substance as evidenced by an official stamp, label, or other indicium. <laughs> Whatever. And so, hold on. So, it says that you shall not possess any controlled substance unless the tax has been paid. So, and you have your stamp on there. So how do you go get this? How do you go pay it? Can you go, how much does it cost? I'm sure you're going to cover that. <laughs> Here we go. First of all, we need to find out who owes the drug tax. Oh, yeah. Is it the dealer, the user, the, what? A dealer is defined by the statutes as any person who manufactures, produces, ships, transports, or imports into Nebraska, or in any manner acquires or possesses six or more ounces. Ooh, that's a lot. Therefore, if you have six or more ounces of marijuana or another illegal drug in your possession, you can be charged for failing to have a drug tax stamp affixed to the illegal drugs. Wait a minute. You can you can get charged for less than that. I've seen this on the public record. Six ounces. They're saying it has to be more than six ounces. That's, we're, we're seeing people getting charged with smaller amounts than six ounces. Six ounces is huge. Yeah. That's a big score. I mean, for an individual person. Well, Not for a we don't see the ounces that they're getting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Well, it says, well, what I see in the charges is um, possession of marijuana less than an ounce. Oh, and, and then, then you're no seeing drug the... tax stamp. <laughs> if they're doing that, I could be wrong. Yeah. If they're doing that, then somebody... Somebody's <laughs> not reading the the law accurately. Yeah. Well, they're just charging you with whatever they can. Look, right. Nebraska's doing it to people when they shouldn't even be doing it. So look at this, folks, if you're listening to this. And I'm sure we have some some folks from the county and the state <laughs> level, too, that are also listening. But it's there, you know. You, it, hey, it's just the facts here. If you want to fight the charge of the no drug tax stamp, if it's less than six ounces, you should do so. Yeah, According to this state, if law. you have a wise lawyer, that no, will, yourself, you can just you can just yeah. yeah. Uh, I think you can yeah. just say you're going to fight it yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, how much is the drug tax? <laughs> yeah, how much it cost? Dealers must purchase a drug tax stamp from DOR, which is evidence that the drug tax has been properly paid. The dealer must permanently place sufficient stamps on each container. The stamps are not transferable. They can only be used once. They may not be altered and expire at midnight, 180 days from the date of purchase. Boy, they have a lot of specifics for something that nobody's ever bought in the entire history. I know. You know They're only making money off of the charges after the fact. Yeah. Right? They can make up anything. Marijuana, the drug tax, is $100 per ounce or portion of an ounce. $100 minimum. $100 minimum. Controlled substances customarily sold by weight, like, like grams, the drug tax is $150 per gram or portion of a gram. Huh. And controlled substances not con- customarily sold by weight, 
The drug tax is $500 for each 50 dosage unit or portion of a unit. So would that include hmm. medication, yeah. prescription meds that aren't in the prescription bottle? Yeah, yeah, $500 for each 50 dosage unit, so yeah. You might be careful about that when you're traveling. Don't, if you have medication, don't put it in something else. Keep it oh, in absolutely. its... Oh, absolutely, that's a good warning right there, Keep yes. it in its uh, original container, because that's where prison. the tax stamp is. <laughs> Yeah, it's on the RX label. Right. <laughs> keep, keep your drugs in your tax-stamped containers. <laughs> that was brilliant, yes. Yeah, but, you know, purchase of the stamps does not provide immunity for a dealer from criminal prosecution. Of course, if you go in and purchase these, do you think they're going to be watching you? <laughs> However, purchasers are not required to provide their name and address. Oh, baloney. That's what it says. Oh, baloney. <laughs> <clears throat> You're just in front of their cameras and all right? the police in the station and everyone else. <laughs> when informa- I know this but this happened to a person in Scottsdale County. Really? Yeah. He actually would, would tried to go in and get one because he was an old grandpa and didn't know any better. He actually lived out by Bridgeport or Bayard. Uh-huh. And he found some on his land and he didn't know what the heck. Yeah. So I better go talk to somebody and so he went in to go get a a tax stamp so he got one and they actually watched his property with a helicopter back then and they ended up busting his son oh yeah yeah for growing yeah oh my bummer there went my connection no (laughs) stop it (laughs) where were we when information is provided it's confidential so they say (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, very few drug tax stamps have been issued in Nebraska since 1991. Obviously. Yeah, that was 85, I think. (laughs) Drug tax stamps were intended as an additional penalty to punish drug dealers and individuals caught transporting marijuana and other drugs through Nebraska. (laughs) It's not intended to be purchased ahead of time. It's just so ridiculous. But I guess any way they can get you with another tax, they're going to try, right? Hey, it said more than Nebraska, though. It's 25 states, right? Right. So it isn't just them. We can't pick on Nebraska. 17. So Okay. Now, it might be different now, but as of this article, it was 17. Most of them are really loosening the reins on the marijuana because they realize it's a medication. Right. But... You still have the other drugs. That yeah, are those over. should need stamps for crying out loud. They need <laughs> their stamps. <laughs> heroin, heroin, and meth. And no, technically and they should have stamps because they should be labeled properly. One of the problems with fentanyl right now, the number one killing drug in the world, is because it's being mixed and with. mislabeled. Mm-hmm. So people don't know what they're taking. So if drugs were actually labeled. And taxed and mm-hmm. stamped, mm-hmm. they could be safer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what is the penalty for failure to purchase a drug tax stamp? The idea of a drug tax stamp may seem ridiculous. <laughs> I may. think that's why we're laughing about it. The <laughs> penalties, <wrote> <laughs> but the penalties for a conviction on this charge are very serious. Anyone <laughs> failing to pay the drug tax and affix a drug tax stamp on illegal drugs is charged with a class. Four? Four felony. Class four felony? 
a felony for not having a stamp. I'm going to be a stamp collector. (laughs) The possible sentence for a conviction under a class four felony is five years in state prison and or a fine of $10,000 in addition to the sentence you may receive for possessing possession of an illegal drug. On top of, of course, the, the tax stamp cost. Drug crime just doesn't pay. Drug crime doesn't pay. It but doesn't. I, but I can tell you this, that I saw a meme. Yeah? If you want a bunch of money, you can go borrow it from the bank and they hold you hostage for 30 years. But if you go rob the bank, you only get 10 years. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Follow me for more financial advice. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not telling you to go uh, rob a bank, I promise. <laughs> well, this has been a fun episode. <laughs> it's Truman's Matrix, and you don't know who's watching who. That's right. Or who's controlling you. <laughs> and that's going to do it for this edition of Truman's Matrix a podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world, a production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia. You can find Digging Deeper with Brian Hale on your favorite podcast network, or visit all of our podcasts under one roof at diggingdeeper.us. And one more thing. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.